Welcome to this week's episode of Lagnapod. I'm Rob Holbert, one of the co-publishers of Lanyap. I'm here with a whole bunch of people. We'll just go, go around the horn here. Is it a here. cavalcade? It could be a cavalcade. Okay. We have enough, I think. I'm bringing a feminine voice back to this sausage festival. I'm Ashley Trey. <laughs> I'm, I'm Kyle Hamrick. Dale Leash. Brady Petrie. Scott Johnson. Tommy Hicks. Not only is this an award-winning uh, podcast now, it is... I think it's officially the largest podcast. I think we have more people at the podcast than listeners at this point. I'm not, <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, we've got quite a few. Yeah, this is uh, this is something we're definitely gonna have to get more microphones. I think. Um, so going to the cover story this week, Dale. There's we've got a bunch of uh, CBD on the cover. Some hemp farmers. Uh, there's some new stuff going on with regards to people growing. Uh, medical marijuana in the state, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, medical cannabis uh, licensing starts. Applications go start to go out to uh, September first. That's that's Friday tomorrow. tomorrow. I can't remember. Yes, it's, it's tomorrow. tomorrow. Yes, yeah, yeah. and so you've got a um, so you've got a, a line of people that want to do this or no? I, I, that that is that is the the question. I I think we're gonna see. I think we're gonna see a a large. Uh, when it starts, I think we're going to see a large uh, boom in, in the people filling out applications. You're going to see people that aren't qualified that get bumped and stuff. But, but uh, so my backyard farm will be qualified. Your backyard will not qualified. Your hydroponic, yeah, the hydroponic is allowed, but you got to. Yeah. It's got to. Yeah. There's a whole lot of restrictions yeah. for it. Anyway, the glow the, lights the, the, will come in handy. Finally. One of the one of the folks that will not be participating at least early on is a, a gentleman I talked to by the name of Alan Sermon. Yeah, uh, he's he's got a hemp farm up in Washington County. His it's he's got a funny he's got a fun story. Funny story. His family has been into farming for years. They did sweet potatoes and things yeah. like this. He kind of branched off into hemp when the hemp program became legal with the farm bill several years ago. And since then, he's gotten really into uh, selling CBD products because that's really with the hemp program. That's really all the only way you can make money. And so you went CBD. to their lab per se or I, whatever you would I call went to it. Their I lab and retail store in Daphne. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not a place you'd expect to see a big CBD lab uh scenario but 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 we went out there with the photographer and it was uh it was fascinating they they you know they have a room where they 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 literally have a lab where they test out flavors they have a they they have the only clean room in the state he said so they're making gummies and that kind of stuff they're making gummies and and tinctures and and all kinds of and so is is that where they're processing all of this this stuff yeah, it, that he's growing is that yeah, right? They process stuff that he's growing and stuff that was. Uh, it's basically two, his company came together with another company, and so they're producing the stuff for both companies at that one location. And he made you walk around naked to make sure you didn't steal anything, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what I figured. Yeah. Um, you know, I. I'm sorry. His, I didn't mean to derail. This. I didn't was, mean to dis- derail. No, that was this his thing, loss. He anyway. had to look at me naked. That was his I problem. Just, I just wanted to give the listeners something to think Vi- about. Nice visual. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, he's not going to jump in right away with uh, with the medical cannabis field because he thinks there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a log jam this first yeah, few right. months between now and December. Get your applications into there's 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 six different licenses. There's processing licenses, transportation licenses, retail licenses, uh, doctors licenses, and two more that I can't name off the top yeah. of my head, but. Uh, <laughs> Drug dealers license. Yeah, no, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Um, um, so, so he thinks there's going to be a log jam. So he's going to wait it out. 
you know, until until there's uh, till there's uh, more clarity on what you know they're looking for and, and things like so that. So one of the things that in your story that probably will interest our listeners the most is that uh, the discussion about the banning of of Delta Eight, um, which uh, yes. I'm sure a lot of people have some concept of of CBD at this point, and and you know if you've there's there's the broad spectrum CBD as they call it that can right. uh, that offers some different uh, feelings maybe than the other CBD that you really don't feel anything. You don't get any sort of effect from the THC in it, but uh, Delta eight, Delta nine, those things uh, tend to make people feel a little different. It's really funny that, uh, that, uh, you know, CBD, it's like CBD became a thing with the the farm bill that became, this stuff kind of became more legal. The hemp, we started farming hemp and then the bottom dropped out of the hemp market. Uh, you know, there just wasn't demand and these farmers decided to go to other products that they could sell and make money from. And so you had, you had CBD, you had, you had Delta eight and Delta eight's the one that people are making money off of now. It's wildly popular. Yeah. That's the it, big one now. It gets you, it's, it's basically a different form of THC that you, of the THC you see in, in, you know, regular, you know, illegal marijuana. It's a different form of that. It's, it's a Delta nine compound. I mean, Delta eight compound instead of Delta nine. Show of hands here. How many people have taken Delta eight? I mean, I'll say it. I'm not afraid to say it. I I have taken it. The majority of people at this table have taken a Delta eight at one point. There's some in my fridge right now. Uh, It's uh, it's it, it, it does get you high. It's milder than, than the marijuana that that's not legal. And, uh, and, and I, you know, people really enjoy it. It helps people sleep. It's, it's all, you know, and so. Uh, and that I've just heard, comes in d- gummy form. It, it can, it can come in gummy form. You can do, you can have pre-rolls with it where it looks like a, you know, a. Looks like a joint. A joint. Is yeah. it like a liquid form or anything? Uh, yeah. The tint- tinctures. They, so, mm-hmm. I mean, is, is this, is, would you say that, that the Delta eights, Delta nines are sort of a, um, a, uh, you know, walk around the yeah. The it's law absolutely. In a, in it's a way, it's a way mean, to get Delta Eight is a way to get high that's technically legal. I mean, that's why it's wildly popular, isn't it? I yeah. Mean, that's when they started selling Delta Eight. All of a sudden, CBD sales. I mean, almost all these stores switched to to that. They yeah. switched to selling that because it made money. You know, well, yeah, and yeah. It, of course, it, it did. You know, the whole the whole thing of the original CBD and I and I've been taking CBD for a long time, yeah. but um, you know, the original they didn't give you. There's no there's no high to it. You don't. You know, it's this. Some people really say it calms them. It mellows else. you. It can mellow you. CBD is supposed to mellow you. I out. don't even really take it for that. I take it because that it, I have this weird eye twitch and it made it go away. Yeah. Well, that's there you go. <laughs> so that's why I there took it. Yeah. But yeah. So like, yeah, Delta Eight. And so the reason the reason I brought that up in the story is I asked John McMillan, the executive director of the Alabama Medical Cannabis Commission, the the newly formed commission that's supposed yeah. to regulate medical cannabis, if they were looking to to try to ban. Delta eight in future uh, legislative sessions. And he said, yeah, that would be something they'd be looking forward to. And of course they would, because it competes with Interesting. competes yeah. with what they're yeah. trying to do. Um, it, uh, a, a bill to ban Delta eight got to the legislature and it, it failed uh, to, to pass. Uh, so we still have it this year, but I mean, I, I, I don't think legal Delta eight as long, but if they, yeah, they, if they ban Delta eight, but leave Delta nine. So what does it matter? Right. Well, yeah, yeah. that's so. So can they now? There's Delta with, ten. There is still Delta. There's, well, could, you know, there's could, all these different deltas could, out there. They could. Yeah. They could blanket ban all. Yeah. 
all uh, broad spectrum CBD and take care of it. They don't have to. Do I mean, it. I'm not encouraging them to do that. Okay. I'm just saying yeah. it is interesting that uh, that. But of course, that, they don't want. Of course, they don't want competition. I mean, just let with, ABC stores start selling, and it'll be fine. Right. <laughs> oh. I mean, but but is this is this not always the? I mean, to play the devil's advocate here on this, you know, if, if I'm one of the people out there who says, you know, this is what happens with medical marijuana. Here we are. We slide into. We allow CBD and hemp to be grown in Alabama. And before you know it, everybody's getting high on it. Right. And now medical marijuana is going to be grown. And I mean, that's the slippery slope argument all the time, right? right? And I guess the, the CBD sort of maybe proves it a little bit. Um, well, <laughs> I, would say that, I would say that argument maybe has more, holds some water now because but it I, sure worked that way. But I, Delta, H, you know, Delta 8 is legal right now. People are getting high legally right now. And I don't see necessarily it having a, a tremendous impact on, on our daily lives no i mean people so, are getting high everywhere I people mean, are I getting drunk you know, every day I legally I, I mean states in the business is selling alcohol the moral high ground here is really I, right but I, that's that's the argument you hear is that you know we'll go to what hell in a handbasket because I, people are getting high I, I, I don't buy it i don't know a lot of people i mean i just I, I know a lot of potheads and i don't know any of them who are walking around going man i can't find any weed <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, they always seem to have weed, don't they? And then everybody's, and then everybody's got their vape pens. Now Vapes. they're just they're just smoking weed out. Like you're at the, you yeah. know, you're at the movies, and there's somebody next to you smoking weed. And, and it's it, everywhere. It, that's the great thing about vapes too. Is it's, it, yeah. it's you know, it's, it doesn't have that typical smell you no. get from where you. So know, I mean, like, it's, it's sort of a it's it's sort of a, a lost battle. Y'all have been ways. to Mardi Gras, right? You right. can smell yes. it in the air. Yeah. I mean. Have you just been driving down the street in Mobile lately? Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely, light. yeah. I was in Publix the other day, and the lady in front of me was just reeking. And I was yeah. Like, I think I'm getting high. She was, get a contact high she from was being reefing? next to somebody. Reefing. She was reefing. The reefing. reefing. Um, so can they finally admit that banning, I mean, this is, Banning Delta Eight is going to be a money decision. I mean, I, I think in so many words, that's you know, I think John McMillan said it was a regulation issue, uh -huh. but I mean, you could regulate Delta Eight too. So I think that I don't know if they're flat out admitting that it's a money issue, well, but it's it a money issue. Isn't it going to be like um, a, the spice situation where they just kept changing the formula slightly? You know? Well, that's why I said you'd have to you'd have to blanket ban all the anything that's broad spectrum CBD that's yeah. not legal in Alabama. You'd have to make not legal um and and to keep in mind uh, you're this 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 medical cannabis that we're talking about it's going to be really boring too it's going to be flavor you know flavorless gelatinous cubes mm. it's because it's, it's supposed to be medicine right it's a great band um, name and like anyway. and like uh, <laughs> there there are a number of conditions that are listed that you can have and be a patient and you know one is a big one is depression if you're depressed yeah you can get prescribed yeah. this from a doctor that everybody's that depressed for it so i mean I mean, I have anxiety. That's linked to depression. I think that that Your anxiety that be, makes me depressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yes. I think I could definitely make the argument that I need a medical card. But we'll see what happens in the future. I I think this is an exciting, strangely progressive time for Alabama as far as 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 cannabis goes. And I'm uh, curious to see what happens. Well, in the future. Yeah, one one good thing. All right. Well, we're going to take a break, and we'll come back with uh, Tommy Hicks, who is not high, and he did not raise his hand. So we'll uh, we'll be back shortly. Hero Sports Bar and Grill now open seven days a week at both locations. Ask about our new hot wings, the Singapore Sting and the Nature Boy. Woo! Come have a clipper at Heroes, Mobile's own since 1998. 
Hero Sports Bar and Grill now offers curbside seven days a week. Call 433-HERO for Dolphin Street or 341-WING for Hillcrest. Try our kick-ass spinach and crawfish dip. And thanks for supporting Heroes, a Mobile original since 1998. And we're back. And I couldn't be more excited because it's football season, damn it. It's here. It's here. Damn it. It starts tomorrow, <laughs> really, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Five yeah. days, Labor Day weekend. So you kissed your wife goodbye, Labor and you pack some underwear, and you're gone for I'm several gone. months, right? He was, he was telling me today all the times he was going to be out of the office because he was covering USA this year for the, the size of the sideline. That's just in September. I know. Yeah. I'm not going to be here Thursday one week. I'm not hey, going to be here Friday that's, the that's, other. That's the it's deal. crazy. The man is in. He's, he's desired. Yeah, I'm he's in, wanted around. I'm in yeah. demand. I got to go. He's in demand. He's got things to do. He's going to be doing radio, doing all sorts of stuff. To including a, tr- a trip to Pasadena later. Ooh, That'll be yeah. fun. So we got South cranking up this weekend. Obviously, high school football in full full tilt. What's what's the big game this week? Ooh, oh gosh, put There's him on the spot. Uh, we'll come back. Well, actually, uh, Gulf Shores plays Faith Academy this week. That'll be a big game in their in their uh, region. So both of them are undefeated. So it'll be interesting. You say undefeated, it's only two weeks of right. games, but yes. still. Uh, it'll be a big game. That uh, that's pretty big. Uh, Davidson is playing at Baker. That's going to be an interesting game. Baker has not won a game yet. Uh, they're zero two. Davidson's zero one. Somebody's got to win. So, uh, it, but it's been surprising that Baker hadn't won a game yet. A lot of people had them winning that their region. So uh, they could still do that. Both of their losses starting out zero and two is a little rough. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but let's just see what happens. So you know. A few good games. A lot of them mainly are in Baldwin County this week. St. Michael is at Bayside. Uh, so there's a lot of good games over there. Orange Beach is playing Jackson. Who's, who's McGill got this week? Don't they have uh, – McGill, that is a good question. I can't remember. Sorry. Put you Sorry. on the spot there. You but, did. Um, I, did. I can't remember. Yeah, there's only – come on. Get with it. Um, so I'm, I'm asleep. so we'll, we'll move away from high school since I did that to you. Um, we'll start talking a little bit <laughs> I'm about not the Jags. Know anything here either, but let's go we'll start talking it. about the Jags. They, they start their game this week. They start their season and they will be at home for the, this, they, they won't be at home again, I think until like the 17th or something like that. They're not back right? until the 24th. Oh, the 24th. Okay. Yep. They yep. are at home this week against Nichols state, uh, four o'clock kickoff at Hancock Whitney stadium. Uh, they will be on the road at Central Michigan on the 10th. As Dale pointed out, they are at UCLA on the 17th, playing in the Rose Bowl. That's going to be a great trip. That'll be fun. Great game yeah. for them. And then they're back home on the 24th against Louisiana Tech. Right, yeah. So they're getting all of their non-conference is games. Is that a Thursday a night game? Is that the... Uh, no, the no, only no. Thursday night game is October 20th Look against Troy. Oh, that's, that's right, Troy. Yes, game, the yeah. battle for the belt. Yeah. Game. Okay. So, uh, well, so yeah, people want to get out there. They need to. If if you want to tailgate, um, this is your first and last opportunity for a few weeks. So yeah, you get out there and do it. Um, that'll be fun. How do you? What do you? How are you feeling like they're going to perform this week? I think they'll be f- fine. I mean, Nickel State is an FCS opponent, and everybody goes, "Oh, okay, that's a W." But Nichols has always given them trouble in the past. South's three and zero against them, but they've been close. Last game time they played it was forty one forty, and yeah. had to didn't Nichols them. score a lot last week? Didn't they play already, or did they? I think they, they have play, uh, played, but I didn't. I didn't. I want to say they scored sixty points, but so something like that. Again, I knew I mean, we were I, I'm stumping you. Um, 
I'm not sure if they played though. There were only I may a few be putting out bad info week. here. Yeah, that may be it. bad info. Maybe disinformation. I've, but they are they have, they really are a team that that relies on their running game very much on offense and on defense. They're pretty aggressive guys. They do a lot of blitzing and um, man-to-man coverage. So it's going to be an interesting mix. It'd yeah. be a good game for South to start on with. This. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting to see the new quarterback and see how that goes as well. So. Yep. Uh, you have Carter Bradley, a quarterback, who's a Toledo transfer. Uh, he was named a starter last week. LaDamian Webb, the former Mr. Football in the state of Alabama, who's been at some other schools and traveled around. He's here. Uh, he's going to be the starting running back. A lot of hope for him. He had a foot injury, so he didn't yeah. take part in spring or much of uh, of the preseason fall practice either so but he has a lot of talent they're a lot deeper at running back so the running game should be better which will and if that's true will help the passing should help game the passing game open right some things up so that's always the plan in football always the plan there's always plans yes so and backup uh, plans um and so this will be Kane Womack's second season mm-hmm. going into it. You really should see his stamp on this team at this point. I mean, I think you saw it last year to some extent. Yeah. But, but this year, you really it's his team. And you've got a bunch of guys that, that came through the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's going to be a, a lot of new faces out there. I think. They're going to be like they're going to be a primary like a, a very a very good defensive team, which sounds like his stamp there. Cause he was oh, that's definitely his stamp. Right. Uh, yeah, he was a defensive coordinator at Indiana before he got the job here. Prior to that, was a defensive coordinator here at South. Uh, his father was defensive coordinator a lot in NFL and other colleges and stuff. So, they're yeah, defensive people. They're, they're defensive, defensive people. They're very yeah. defensive. Uh, <laughs> and they uh, they have call it the Swarm D. Yeah. Is their defense, but but they are very deep there in 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 most all of the positions. So, Do they have any sort of chains or uh, any other accoutrements that they hand to one another when there's an interception? Is there some sort of something to wear or anything like that? What they like did that? last year, I, which I, I thought I, was cool, was very mobile-centric, was they threw beads. They threw I, beads. I was going to say, yeah, that'd be great. They threw they that to the crowd? Or the, they to the threw, crowd. They threw yeah, it to the crowd. Okay. I think, you know, the, whoever got the interception or the fumble or whatever. But there's no sort of turnover chain or whatever, which no, has become thank, wildly thank popular in college football to and, and, and even I, pros. I like, I like the throwing the beads thing. That's did you see the, the UNLV cool. one? UNLV... Has a slot machine on the sideline. The guy like gets to pull a slot machine. And what's he get? Like a candy hey, well, bar? Call, it? Yeah, <laughs> it comes up a winner, of course. Come on. You're in Vegas. They control that. So that's, it's, it's always a winner. Always <laughs> three matches. So right you get to pull, yeah. you get an interception at, at UNLV, you get to go over and play the slot machine. Play the slot machine. And you win. Maybe you can't win money. Some, well, now you can. No, you can. You can, can win you endorse the, if you're, if you're yeah. endorsing the slot machine, it can give you some money, right? Exactly. Okay. I guess that's, that's cool. It's a beautiful thing. Um, so let's talk a little bit about uh, big boy football with Alabama and, and Auburn. Oh, uh, does that mean? Yeah. That's mean. It is. It's not Southburn. I'm just saying, you know, the bigger leagues. What's going on with, with that? Uh, Alabama will play Utah State, which already has played a game and is, uh, has a win. Uh, they're pretty good. They, they had a really good uh, team last year. They uh, Blake Anderson, who people will know here, is a former Arkansas State coach. He uh, left Arkansas State and took over Utah State, and they had been bad, and he flipped them pretty quickly. Uh, I want to say they had – they were 9-3 and three last year. Yeah. 10-3 and three maybe. Uh, 
And they, they had a big win. Uh, and they were one of the teams that played early, so they've already got a W, so they're coming. To- Maybe they're the ones that scored 60. No, that was Vanderbilt. That was Vanderbilt. Actually, Vanderbilt Vanderbilt scored 60 scored points. Vanderbilt beat, beat Hawaii 63-10. to 10. God, go Vandy. Hawaii. I think this is the turnaround season for Vandy. That's a double win for them. You're in Hawaii, yeah. and you, you score 60 I points. I think this is their year. I think this you is their year. So? Yeah, I feel Vandy all the way this okay. time. Yeah. So okay. So then, I'll alert Scott and Georgia fans that Vandy's on its way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they've got Utah State. That'll be a pretty good game. Uh, Auburn uh, has Mercer coming into town. Uh, so so that should be easy enough for them. Well, yeah. What should and, be? And are, you know, we still haven't. You know, are we still hearing a lot about the coach being on the hot seat and all that kind of stuff? Which. Well, the AD has just departed, and everyone felt like that was, you know, his safety net because Alan Green had gone against the boosters. I'll say what everybody's thinking. And everybody. Everybody in the nation is thinking. Auburn is a dumpster fire right now. Wow, there it is. Wow, that's that's rough. We we got eight minutes in before he went. For the the homerism to begin. They're they're a dumpster fire right now. That's going to be be fun to watch. I certainly wouldn't want to work there. No. no, I do. No, no, I, do I definitely because they fire you and pay you. Well, that's true. I'll that's take true. I'll yeah, take yeah, that yeah. job. They, could, they can hire me as the head coach right now. Right now, yeah. <laughs> I'll take the job and even if they're going to put pictures I'll take the of job you and hope to be fired. Black girl that you never had an affair with. That's fine. We can if they want to give me fifteen million dollars to walk out the door for they screwing everything up. That's fine. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. I, I'll hundred percent. That'll be great. awful brave of you, I think. It's, you'd probably, it's just be, the you'd truth. probably be comparable to who they have now as coach. I don't see. I don't know. Here we you know, go. It's, I, people are people are down on the guy, but it's uh, you know I, he really had one season. I don't know. His, I, middle, I don't, name, his middle name is Dale. I should be a fan. It, should, yet. it just it seems. I think he ought to be given more of a chance. But you know that's just well, he'll, he'll that's get one fun. more season. He's going to get a chance. Yeah, but know, against that schedule they've got. It's a tough schedule, man. Yeah, they've, they've got, got a rough a really schedule. schedule. They play like four They're, away games in a row or something at some point. Well, their first they five games three. are at home. Oh, five, first five are at home. But, then they, but then they play at Georgia and at Ole Miss, maybe. Yeah, that's right. And, and then that's everybody right. lines up. They have Alabama, they have Texas A&M, all of that on the back yeah. end of their uh, schedule. Yeah. So yeah. That's pretty brutal. Can't and their be, home games include a, a tilt against Penn State and LSU, correct? Yes. Yeah. A tilt. There he goes. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's going to be a... I write for a living. It's a, it's going to be a it, it'll be a tough season. But I mean, you know, it's it's tough in the SEC anyway, and it's uh, I mean, they are picked last by the media in the SEC uh, preseason poll. Uh, that's pretty. Rough. I don't think they'll end up. I'm, no, last in the West. I'm sorry. I don't I think. To, I don't. I don't think they'll end up being last in the West. I think Mississippi State will be, but we'll see. I'm, I'm excited. I am excited to see South this year. I want to see that. I want. To, I really am excited for their season because I think they're going to have a good one. And uh, I love going out there to the games. That is a. It's a real blast to do. That. Yeah, it's a cool place to watch because all the seats are good. I mean, yeah. no matter where you're at, you're in a good seat. And, that's a nice stadium. Oh, it's it fantastic! Nice it's amazing. But, uh, anyway, well, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up. We'll see what happens. We'll have uh, a good wrap up next week on that first week of college football. The first five days of college football, right? Do I got to do that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, next I'll week. do that then. Um, we'll be back for the final segment in just a moment. Hero Sports Bar and Grill now open seven days a week at both locations. Ask about our new hot wings. The Singapore Sting and the Nature Boy. Come have a clipper at Heroes, Mobile's own since 1998. 
Heroes Sports Bar and Grill now offers curbside seven days a week. Call 433-HERO for Dolphin Street or 341-WING for Hillcrest. Try our kick-ass spinach and crawfish dip. And thanks for supporting Heroes, a Mobile Original since 1998. It's the final segment. Yeah, we had to do it. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I blame, I blame you, back. Ashley. Yeah, for you this. brought that up. I Ashley. blame you. Come on, Scott, hit us with that sousaphone. I'm ready with the baseline anytime, if, anywhere. If you can't tell, folks, we've uh, hit the CBD pretty hard <laughs> during the, the Delta 12, during the break. Okay, so. All right, we're going to get quick. 19. We've got a we got a few things we want to cover here. We're going to go around the, the horn pretty quick. So Scott, tell us a little bit about Shot Spotter, the first month of Shot Spotter. What went on with that? Well, what went what went on is exactly what they thought was going to go on. It picked up gunshots. Uh, so they, they said it was about a hundred shots in the first month, and I, the the biggest thing they were surprised with was. A lot of it was happening in spots, and they weren't ever getting reports with them. Yeah, I can tell uh, so. you why that happens, because there's so many gunshots in Mobile, I'm not getting up off the couch every five <laughs> minutes to make a phone call. Like, I have to go to the phone that's yeah. plugged into the wall back in the old days. But I'm not, I'm not doing that. I mean, I hear gunshots all the time. I'm not calling the cops. Well, so, I'm more you know. worried about that you still have a landline, Rob. I do. Okay. I do. I, have a rotor, I still have a rotary been, phone. Rob's <laughs> actually been writing t- telegrams to, to the police department. Do- That's why his shot reports are it's, so late. It's, it's that nine on 911 that it really dissuades me. I can't take that long. <laughs> anyway, for those of you who remember. Yes. All right. Good. We got that going. Uh, all right. So tell us... Uh, Kyle, about the Daphne tax. Let's go on there. So last night, the results came in that the people who live in the Daphne school feeder pattern voted to pay, I believe, about three mils more on their property taxes to support their their schools. And so theoretically, this money is there for Daphne schools only to use, correct? It doesn't go into the big pile of money for Baldwin County school system. No, no, no. Yeah. They, they, they have their own, own kitty that they're going to set yeah. up to hang on to this money and figure out how to use it. Do people with, uh, without kids in the county, the county school system still have to pay that tax? Yes, they do. Cause if you live in this new special tax di- district that they created, which has all of the schools in the Daphne f- feeder pattern, if you live in there, you've got to pay this tax. That, that applies to private school parents too obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, thir- I'm sure they're thrilled about that okay so so while we're here while we got you let's talk a little bit about the satsuma mayor he's a he's he, yes he needs some respct right yes the uh the uh respect <laughs> i left out the e i can't even do goodness it respect all right I can't good goodness gracious yeah, not, the, the spelling's uh, bad the singing's worse it's the it's, uh mayor told the told the city council last week that he expects respect yeah. um there had been a bit of a con- uh, of a controversy a council member said she didn't feel that the body was community driven and the mayor came back later and said that he will not be talked to that way. Does he want salutes or what does he want? He 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 just wants some some common courtesy. He expect respect. Expect respect. Expect respect. Very nice. That's Very his nice. thing. Yeah, that's not easy to do. That's that's why we're, oh, yeah. that's why you're getting the big money. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. That's good. That's, so uh, well, we'll see. Well, do you think he's going to get respect by demanding respect? 
We'll we'll have to come back at the next podcast and <laughs> we'll tell see. you more about it. We'll see. All right. So uh, so Scott, we've got uh, a conviction this week of a of a guy um, that was. I, it was weird because I was on jury duty. I got called for jury duty, and I was actually going. I was in the pool to be on this guy's jury. On the you know, so we walked in, and uh, he was a little freaky. He had tattoos all over his head and body, and uh, it was a little off putting, I have to say. And uh, but I didn't recognize him immediately, like from who he, from who he was. But what you tell us. Yeah, so Reginald Blevins, uh, he's he's the guy who shot a gas station clerk in the thigh while stealing beer back in 2020, January. Um, But he was also, he was, uh, the big part of that story is that he was only in jail for a few years on a murder charge for the 2017 murder of the man on the bicycle outside Spring Hill Avenue post office. Yeah, that's a lot, that was a, that was a. That was a high-profile murder that went on and went unsolved for some time, yep. and so yeah, I didn't recognize that that was him. And you know, it's it is a, I mean, if there's ever been a revolving door, that was a revolving door. The guy got twenty years. I can't remember that. But wasn't the case pretty weak, and that's why they had to plea it? Didn't they plea that down? I mean, that I, well, he got seventeen years, but he he ended up getting uh, yeah. Well, he was I think he was a juvenile at the time, or something like that, some- or maybe. There was situation with it. I can't remember. But they did the, give him they they gave him twenty years, right? And they gave him seventeen. Yeah, it's a split sentence. They, yeah, and and so he only served uh, he only served basically three years yeah. in jail for yeah. for a murder. And he got time served as well. So on right. top of that, were y'all? I mean, does he have thief? The word thief yes, under his printed, nose uh, on his upper lip. Thief. Yes, he has the word thief printed on. That yeah. seems like that would not be a wise move to do. I would okay. say I, I would just you know I'm I know when you walk in as a jury you are saying you know I will be uh, you know I will be impartial and I will listen to this but it doesn't help his case when he has tattoos all over his face and thief written on his lip. No, right. it doesn't. It doesn't help. Yeah. I mean, it's just not a good well, look. Uh, it's uh, a pretty fast case too. I mean, you were you were there Monday morning for jury uh, jury advoir, and then um, they had a decision that night. So it was really fast. Apparently. Maybe the thief. They, they, honest. yeah, they did it that afternoon. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it went pretty. How close quick. were you to being on that jury? I don't think I was very close okay. to being on the jury. There was so there's like thirty people. You go in um, in that. They, there were about. Th- it looked like there were about three hundred people that were selected, and then they bring you in. There's about thirty in the room, and then they choose from that group. Um, and I don't think I had a real. I honestly, once we got going, if I, if I had put it together, that we'd written about him, I would have had to say, Hey, I can't be here anyway. But, uh, <laughs> so anyway, that it, it was, it's strange, but it, it was a, you know, when we came back and we really you looked it up and I was like, Oh yeah, that is that guy. And yeah. you know, he's now going to be, should be sentenced to life in prison at I, this point. I so. think the victim in that case uh, the bicycle case, I think it was Joey O'Brien, I believe, if yeah. I'm remembering correctly. He, uh, his family was big in, in, in my church at the time, uh, Little Flower. So yeah. that was a, that, that was a very prominent case. Yeah. And that, I'm they sure that, that sentence was a real slap yeah. in the face yeah, to sure. see a guy get out yeah, in, yeah. in two years, you know, basically after he, he shot somebody after else, he killed right. your, killed your, uh, your family member. All right. Brady, we saved the best for last year. We're going to talk a little bit about, 
badass coffee. So what's going on in, down there in Orange Beach? Well, how much time do we have? Uh, uh, we got about three minutes. <laughs> so, but this is the lightning round. Three lightning minutes, round. So okay, quick. I, I'll, I'll condense it for sure. Um, basically, uh, for those of you that don't, you know, people that don't know and everything, basically, Orange Beach Mayor Tony Kennan has a problem with the name of the badass coffee company that's yes. coming to Orange Beach in September uh, and addressed that in a comment from a Facebook viewer at the city council meeting earlier this month. And it is just blown up, went viral, all of that good stuff. Um, and basically uh, talked to uh, the senior vice president of marketing for Badass Coffee Company. And he basically extended an olive branch uh, to Mayor Ken and saying, you know, we don't discriminate despite your comments. Just come on in, have a cup of coffee. We'd love to have you. And uh, Kenan's still not having any of it. He's standing, to his credit, he is still standing by his comments. And uh, he's basically just said, no, I'm not coming in to have a cup it's of coffee. It's just so rich. And Rob wrote a really good column on this. Oh, it was a to- fantastic And Tony Kenan, who's gotten in fistfights in the floor of Bama, is offended. I didn't, I didn't bring that up in my column. No, but I'm, I'm just saying. Saying that, um, is offended by badass. Coffee. He's also commented on Facebook that he's going to open up a can of whoop ass. On he has, and yes, yes. and yet well, badass. I, I, as, too- as I write in my column, I, I, I get. I don't think that Tony Cannon is a prude. Personally, I think he that he is. I don't think he's on the behalf. I think he is. I think it's it's about the brand for him. You've heard of nude beaches. He's got the prude beaches. He's oh, prude oh, beaches. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, Orange Beach, home of the prude beach. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. I have a feeling I can make shirts now, Ashley. Yeah. Yes. Well, you probably couldn't there display them down oh, there. Yeah. Even if you had just them, gave away so. that idea. Nutria Rodeo Company trademark that idea. Prude beach trademarked. Yes, trademark. Trademark. <laughs> um, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Nutri Rodeo. Yeah. You're yes. going to be giving all that money to us. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's, it's, it's craziness. I mean, it is, uh, it's, as, a, as I wrote in my column, I think the ass war is over. I don't think that anybody is going to it, – it's, it's out of that. That genie's out of the bottle. I mean, it is really just – now, fight. Is it really a fight worth having? I mean, I mean when you think of the company. It's in the Bible, as my kids say. Right, when, yes. When you think of the company's history, we got into that a little bit in the story, too. It was it was a reference to donkeys, which is the same right. reference in the Bible that talks about asses. Right? Yeah. No one thinks yeah. it's a reference to donkeys. Okay, well, yeah. that is what they're. Yeah. That is I mean, that's just the like corporate when children claim. use that defense. We know yeah. they're not yeah. talking that is, about that donkeys. That is the corporate I mean, claim. That's, but that's, who cares? That's also. one of the things that I will say, you know, the one point that that the mayor does have, and he does make a point that they're, they're just, obviously they're opening a business. But they want to make money. Right. And I think his point, what he's trying to say is, look, they named it this because they're just trying to use it as a marketing scheme that, you know, the marketing guys like, no, well, we've named it in honor of these donkeys that used to carry the, <laughs> right. well, you know, when the, and you know, you go look it up about the donkeys and it's like, they sold all the donkeys off back in 2016. They've been feral donkeys for like 40 years before that. And they were, the fact that we are even basically. getting down and, into this. Yeah, I mean, story it's just, it's right. just but it's, yeah. it is ridiculous. There's nobody who calls them badass donkeys. He's like, well, people call them the badass ones. And I'm like, nobody says that. Right. Yeah, just yeah. Own like that in the 1920s, a, yeah. somebody's like, that's a badass one. I don't think that. Oh, uh-huh, that's believe a badass it. donkey there. Yeah, that's a badass one. You know, <laughs> uh-huh. I don't think so. So it just, you know, I mean, it, it, they should just that's own up to it. Well, yeah, that oh, is. Thank a, you very much. That's thank a good you. one. Yeah, I didn't. Know, I didn't know exactly what that was, but that was good. Yeah, that's we are old going timey. into our old timey radio hour. Thank is that old timey Hawaiian guy? Is that it? Is that <laughs> anyway, that's uh. That, anyway, well, we'll we'll do fewer impressions next week. I hope. But uh, do we have any listeners after the singing and the impressions? Are we but done? I, but I'm going to end this by just saying this, just because I'm going to jinx everybody. 
Don't we made it through August without a name storm in the Atlantic. That is the first time in 25 years, and it's, the, it's only the third time in like 80 or so years that we have not had that happen. When we have a huge hurricane that hits and I'm without power for a month, I'm, I'm coming over to your house because you're by the hospital. <laughs> Just saying, it's kind of amazing. All right, well, we'll be back next week, uh, barring hurricanes, and we'll, uh, we'll see you all then. The Lagnapod is a Something Extra publishing production. Executive producers are Rob Holbert and Ashley Trice. Music is by Some Pulse Sounds and Electro Animals. Only subscribers like you have access to this podcast. Tell your friends they can sign up at my.lanyapmobile.com. For advertising opportunities, please call 251-450-4466.